when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. 9.30 p.m. for us. If you live in Thailand, it's actually just really early morning Saturday. It's actually 8.30 p.m. <laughs> I know where Thailand is. Correct. It's in Wyoming. Probably. <laughs> That's probably why Wyoming's suicide rate is so high. You get a bunch of depressed, like, 45, 50-year-old white dudes that are like, I want to go fuck a Taiwanese chick. And then they go to Thailand, and it's just, it's in their state. <laughs> they, and there's no Taiwanese people. They get and on a like, plane, oh. they're like, a one-way ticket to Thailand, please? And then they get on the plane. It's, it's like a 10-minute drive. <laughs> it's a 10-minute drive, but it's a 19-hour flight. <laughs> They get off, they're like, wow, this place is great. It's so exotic. And then it says, uh, Cheyenne, five miles. (laughs) What? No! (laughs) It's a 10-minute drive, but a 19-hour flight. (laughs) Man, isn't isn't science crazy? (laughs) The one, it's the one trip on the planet that's shorter to drive. Yeah, there's gotta be places like that that exist. I, I, the problem is, is I, we haven't thought about this, so I have no even guess. Well, if we wanted to go to Rochester... Yeah. If we wanted to fly there, we would have to go, go to Rochester. Yeah, there we go. I guess we could drive to Minneapolis and then fly down to the Stewartville Airport. The Rochester Airport that's right next to Stewartville. Yeah, like how Byron is just going to become meshed into Rochester eventually. Hopefully the world ends before that happens, which I think it will, but... Hopefully that happens before the world ends. Why would you want to see that? Which I think it will. Okay. This podcast sucks because of you. Okay, I'll leave. You're the the reason I'm full of potate. I don't even have a rebut for that. Well, that's that's out of character. No, it's not. I'm pretty stupid and I'm dumb. And I might even be stupid. Oh, no. And a little bit dumb. We do need to look for a fax machine. Yeah. That would be something that I would like to get from the fans. You want someone to send you a If fax you have machine. your old parents or you yourself have an old fax machine, send it our way. In order they to do that, it. they would have to have your address. Um, where do you live? <laughs> not going to tell you where you I live. You can just, you can just uh, send it to the Rochester airport and they'll know who to give it to. <laughs> I don't think they will. Yeah. Just bring it to your local post office and say, just ship it to the Two Gleeps P.O. box, which we've yet to open, but I guess now Colton has to work on. Oh my God. You have to pay for that. <laughs> That's somebody asked her. I can start 19 emails. And be perfectly fine, but as soon as I have to pay money, how much is it? I'm co- out. How much is how much does a PO box cost? I don't know, probably five bucks a month. Jesus, <laughs> that's too much. Let's get all of them. Can I have the entire post office worth of PO box? And then could you you get, work for me now? And then get rid of the dividers, so it's just one giant box. I don't think they would do that. I think they would. <laughs> Can I just get a giant vault? Yeah. <laughs> where you keep Can my Can I mail? start a seed vault in I'm the post office? I'm pick it up. Yeah, and you're going to hate that I own eight P.O. boxes. <laughs> so that's what we need to do. That's We need to get a fax machine. We need to get a P.O. box. We need... Uh, how many do we have currently? Zero. So we need about 80 more hot air balloons. Okay. It's just good to kind of establish where we're currently at, you know? Yeah, I suppose. Is there anything else that you needed? I can get a list. 80 hot air balloons, fax machine, P.O. box. One or more St. Jude's children. Okay. And for your murdery stuff. For their murdery stuff. I kill no one. <laughs> yes, it's, a, it's a Charles Manson style role I'm playing. Yeah, my bad. And then uh, I think that's it. Corn costumes? Yeah. 
We can go to Party City and get a corn costume. <laughs> That'd be fun to wear a Halloween costume to work one day. <laughs> Would it? Yeah. But it, it's, it'd in go the middle, terrible. it's in the middle of June. It'd be disgusting. Yeah, I'm a potato. <laughs> <laughs> it would be awful. It would get in the way. I couldn't carry, like, granite at all. Oh, it'd be, it'd be just obnoxious. <laughs> you just have to get one that's like, I'm dressed up as a fireman or whatever, where it's kind of just like normal clothes. It's not bulky get, and in the way. I'll get like, an I'm adult. I'm the moon. <laughs> I'm the moon. I'll get an adult uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing. I thought you were going to go to work and they're telling you to do something. You're like, I'm going to go get an adult. <laughs> Me and Zach had that problem. We were like loading pieces in the morning. Our boss was sick. And then we both looked at each other after like kind of guessing at what pieces we were putting in the truck. It's like, okay, we need to find an adult. <laughs> so, I still don't know what we're doing. We're losing it. The people that... um. Is that the same people? No. On, like, Wednesday or Thursday, this lady was complaining about, like, yeah, I had deep popcorn all the ceilings. On Friday, actually. And I thought of you. Because your ceilings are popcorned, and it's still stupid how people do that. They don't anymore. They did. It was, like, an early 2000s thing. Did it? Do you think it existed before the early 2000s? Yeah. But huh. I think that's kind of when it was really popular. Can you eat it? I mean, I guess. This lady's dog was also eating. It's just eating. paint. Yeah, the lady's dog was eating the chunks that were left on the floor. I'm like, that can't be good. <laughs> for for really anything to eat, but especially a dog. In low doses, it wouldn't it wouldn't be terrible for you. I guess dogs have more acidic stomachs than humans too, but like you're still absorbing some. Yet they can't eat grapes. So how smart are they really? Can dogs not eat grapes? Dogs can't eat grapes. What about that Roman emperor that was a dog? Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't he definitely had grapes? Didn't all Roman emperor? I guess that was Greek. Ah, that explains it. It's okay, the Romans and the Greeks are the same people in my mind. Oh, I forgot about this. That needs to go on the chalkboard. <laughs> that's, just, that's just a true fact. <laughs> we need to have a stenographer that just writes shit on the chalkboard. Oh, that's good, because by the time we're done recording, I always forget everything that's been said. Yeah, that is the that's I the have big an problem. instant memory wipe. That's the funny thing, is neither of us have ADHD, but we have, like, every symptom of it, but we don't have diagnosable ADHD. I think we should invent... I think we're just that creative. Memory wipes. Um, like that, like those uh, armor all wipes for your dash to clean it, like those wipes? No, or like the men like, in black um, thing? It's like a, you know what, a, like a memory foam mattress um, that remembers the shape of your body. I think there's somebody from Minnesota that's it. made a memory foam pillow, so I can, I can imagine what a memory foam mattress is. We need a memory wipe where <laughs> the, the wipe remembers something i don't know i'm still it's still a work in progress no this bit sounds really good continue <laughs> this might had, be the funniest thing you've ever said we gotta we gotta work it out because i just came i came up with the idea you're i'm the ideas man you're the the product manager you're okay the guy that can figure out how it'll work okay i'm thinking they're like the size of ice packs yeah okay and uh when it's in the summer when you're really sweaty you like clean off your face by like pressing your face into it okay and then the worst part of it is it's like a very hard first press to get your face. You but know. after that, it gets it gets more comfortable with every use. Correct. And then you uh, wring it out, and then it goes back to the shape of your face afterwards. You don't have to redo that hard press again. There we go. That's exactly what it is. And they're non-reusable. You know that saying of like, <laughs> if uh, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. We're essentially just reinventing the rag. No. Which you can just make out of any cloth. 
No, 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 no. Because our just... next line of product is the memory rag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It remembers the shape of your counter. Flat. <laughs> oh, wow. That's useful. <laughs> the memory rag. We're going to come up with a lot of really good ideas, like the memory spoon. Or it's better than the mammary spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is. Actually, we should do that instead. Yeah. If we just make tit versions of everything, they'd sell. <laughs> it's a rag, but there's boobs on it. That's all. It's really all you have to do. It's just make... pictures of yeah. boobs. It's that easy. What was that stupid thing we were going to do? Make an app called Eye Candy on the App Store, and it was just going to be like softcore pornography that's allowed to be on the App Store, and I think it already was a thing when we looked it up about five years ago. I have never heard of that in my life. I'm pretty sure it's a thing. We talked about this in the office, and I know you've digested so much like deodorant spray that it might be affecting your brain. Yeah. So that's that's where I imagine that memory was destroyed by. I probably used a memory wipe. <laughs> <laughs> let's keep talking about that. Yeah, let's let's go back to the best bit ever on the pod. <laughs> the memory wipe. So I have a cool idea for an invention. Yeah. How much? How if there was an amount of dollars you think you could make from this idea? How many dollars would that be? Four hundred. Four hundred dollar idea. I have a four hundred dollar idea. It's called a memory wipe. Is it? I don't even think this is like net. You wouldn't net this. It'd be like the cost to make this, and then you nobody yeah, would buy no, it. Yeah, uh, no. Four hundred dollars is gross profits. Okay. <laughs> this isn't good. Cost of production. I mean, to make a, a wipe that remembers the shape of your face. We're, we're talking thousands of dollars it's really just a square of memory foam <laughs> it's not really a new invention i don't know how you'd patent around that it's just you're just it's a already it's a one it's a one foot by one foot square of memory foam that you sell in uh vending machines right next to like pop machines where construction workers work like, oh man, face sweaty. And of course, they don't have a shirt to wipe their face. I'm going to put a vending machine next to every pop machine in the country that for 25 cents sells a stick that you can put under the tab of a soda and open it for people without fingernails. That might be. Mm. But the problem with that is you can just press on the forward part of the tab to yeah, lift it People off. don't know this. You can cut that out. I will. Okay, good. I don't want. I don't want you to give away trade secrets, industry secrets. I just. I, just, I don't. I would. And it's just going to be unused memory wipes. Are going to be the the little tabs, the little sticks that you, I'm selling. So it's not going to really actually hard. be able to press up the the thing because it's memory foam. Yeah. So you're going to go press on it, and it's not going to lift up the tab for the soda at all. Yeah, it's not going to work. Oh, how does this benefit you at all? I'm going to market it like it does, so people are going <laughs> to purchase it from the vending machines. You're just selling snake oil. No, I have a different idea, actually. We should start selling snake oil. What happens when people catch on? They'll stop buying it. Yeah, but like with snake oil, that worked because nobody lived near anybody. Yeah. And like some guy shows up with a wagon. He's like, meow. And then people are like, it works. And they buy it. It doesn't work. And he leaves. So but with this, the internet exists. Once you get one bad Google review, you're hacked. No, here's the deal. Okay. I take one pad of memory foam. Correct. And I just cut it up into a bunch of really small strips. Okay. And I stick it into this machine, right? I do one pad per machine. I put however many, I don't even know how many soda machines are in the country, like 30,000 
soda machines, right? Probably a lot more than that. There's 100,000 soda machines. There's half a million soda machines in the country. There's half a million soda machines in the country. So I put half a million vending machines next to it with these memory foam tabs. Okay? Yeah. I sell them for 25 cents each. That's $125,000 I just made. So as long as... You have to build these machines. No, I just rent the machines. You idiots. <laughs> I rent the machines for $0.10 cents each. I sell them for $0.25 cents each. It only costs me $0.20 cents to make the stick. So it's $0.30 cents total. I can sell it for 25 So for half a million, I'm down only $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I knew I was way off. There are over 7 million vending machines in the United States. That's even better. I'll be down even more. <laughs> oh, no. There's more vending machines in the United States than people. Yeah. <laughs> there are. are those... I remember that being a thing four to six years ago or something I saw on the internet of, like, there's, like, women's panties are available in vending machines in Japan that people would buy. Everything's just, available in vending machines in Japan. I just assumed that was fake. But now that you say that, I worry that it's not. That's so, like, live in a pod bug-esque that I just, like, hate it. That just in case you wet yourself in the middle of Just keep peeing. Oh. You're like, I need, now I need some women's panties because it's dry. Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's not for some weird, sick perversion, you freak. I mean, you know, the only reason that happened is because the U.S. uh, soldiers, after we just destroyed Japan and China and all of them, really, one day. But they would complain about, like, what the fuck? They'd come over there after World War II and be like, why is is it so gross? Why do you have so much naked shit everywhere? And then the country (laughs) got offended. They're like, we got to ban nudity or whatever the fuck. Literally everyone's walking around naked. Well, then that's why they do, like, the weird hentai shit that's disgusting with tentacles and stuff. Because it's like, hey, at least it's not a cock. It's like, this isn't, no, this isn't the solution we wanted. This isn't the correct direction to take from this, you fucking idiot. This is arguably worse. This wasn't the problem. This isn't. God. And I don't think the vending machine with uh, women's panties that most Americans definitely could just dream of fitting into. You know, like say there's an American tourist that's like, oh, good thing there's a, a, I there's a, get a change of underwear from this vending machine. Yeah. And it's for, like, a 13-year-old schoolgirl that weighs, like, 60 pounds. A 13-year-old American schoolgirl. That weighs 180 pounds. Yeah. Never mind. It would work. But it, an adult Japanese girl <laughs> Yeah, fit into it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's, it can be used as a... My uncle got a... It can be used as, like, a jumper, you know? Like a, like a full-body suit. <laughs> my uncle got a... When he was really binge buying stuff off of Amazon, he got a shirt that was a large men's camouflage shirt. And it showed up and uh, it was from China. And it. As all shirts are. Yeah. It was sized for a Chinese man. <laughs> and it could barely fit my mom. And so I don't. There's, there's some weird. It, I would be shocked to see how actually like tiny Asian people are in person. Because we have maybe five in Rochester. I've never seen an Asian person. We saw those two Chinese guys. Actually, I think they were Korean at Walmart once. What's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) I'm only a little racist. Yeah. And then I I, I feel the same way when we run into that subtype of uh, Mexicans at Walmart that are also like 5'2". It's like, okay, I've met 
normal height Mexicans before, but why, where are you from? You know, because there's not, there's not like that's a thing in the United States. We're like, oh, you're from the East Coast. That's why you're shorter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck happens in Mexico, but that's, there's no, in the United part. States, it's, uh, howdy y'all that it's the intellect thing. How East you are. Okay. Is perfectly correlated to how uptight and mean you are. And then you get less uptight and less mean the further you go west. I don't know. I think because there's a, it's like, it's bad on both coasts. I would say west and east coast are both equally shit. You but think then it's you, like a gradient where it's the closer but then you, you get, get to the south. Center. No, but then you get south also, like Georgia, and you're like, oh, you're wholesome again. Or like North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia. But Those they're are also fine. closer to the, uh, I guess, a, a little bit, maybe not. You're saying the Virginias and stuff. I thought you were saying like Texas and, you know, that that's really close to the middle of the Yeah, country. but North and South Carolina are on the east coast of the United States. And yeah. I don't I don't see those states as being super rude. But I do see all of the west coast and all of the like upper east coast that way. You know, I don't know. I... Okay, so maybe there's not an easy system. No. I was trying I, to relate yeah. it to your Mexican thing. But you did. You, you made a good attempt. Thank you. Yeah. It's, 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 it didn't work, but you tried <laughs> and that's all that matters. That's all that we can really ask. What about Baja, California? <laughs> I don't understand that at all. <laughs> How that isn't just legal U.S. territory. That should be the 51st state. It's not added on to California. It's a separate state. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> what do you think they grow there? Baja Blast? Oh, probably. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Is this ASMR? Yeah, I think so. Canola and or sunflower oil. They don't even know which oil they're killing you with. <laughs> That's real cute. God, I love they just, it. They just kind of mix it together and like, you're yeah. getting something. Whatever leaks off the machines we just use. <laughs> That's so sick. We liquefy the rust. Whatever's in that, it goes in the chips. <laughs> What else are parts of... Oh, that's the Upper Michigan thing. Of how it's just tall Wisconsin. Yeah. What the fuck is that? But it's attached by a bridge to the Mackinac. Yeah, let's not bring up the Mackinac. <laughs> Again. <laughs> We've never brought up the Mackinac. I thought it was Mackinac. Uh-oh. Mackinac peaches, I think, are the fake peaches that Kramer eats that are from Georgia and Seinfeld. Mackinac peaches are the fake peaches that now exist because some fucking college student invented them in like seattle or oregon and now they're a real thing the best way to make any money is just use a fake product on our show and yeah. make it real yeah exactly copy something that someone made up on a popular tv show exactly yeah. want to give us another example yes okay i do want to give you another example <laughs> Of I'm very excited to a popular food. I'm very excited to hear it from a popular TV show. You sound really yeah. I know you have a large list. I've got a large list, but I'm only gonna need. I'm only gonna give you one, and you're only gonna check it twice. And it's uh, like a, it's not a real food, or it wasn't. Well, it isn't still, but you could make it. This is a free idea for everyone listening. If this is just to. a food from a TV show I saw once. <laughs> food from a TV show I saw once. And <laughs> this is from my list <laughs> of foods from a TV show that I saw once. It's a very long list. 
but I don't want to give away the whole list, right? <laughs> so I'm just going to give away one. <laughs> if that's all right. Yeah, I, I think that would be okay. I'm struggling here. It's all right. I know it's a long list. God, I got to pick the best one. <laughs> no pressure. You want to just keep you want to keep talking about how long my list is for a second. <laughs> Well, I can't believe you actually have a physical scroll. Yeah. Instead, <laughs> in- instead of just a document or like a word document online, you have a physical scroll that wraps around the perimeter of your. <laughs> Are you on your phone? <laughs> um, the perimeter of your apartment. Yeah. That's listing <laughs> listing off foods you've seen in TV shows once. I can't pick. <laughs> I can't decide what to say. There's <laughs> <laughs> too many options. Well, I guess this is the... Uh, at least I'm glad that you have, do have an electronic copy of the scroll that yeah. wraps around. It's like a stock ticker. Except it's just lists of foods that he's seen once from TV shows. <laughs> Non-real foods. Yeah. Um, cosmic brownies. That's a real food. Oh, yeah. I know. I, knew it. I don't know how that one got on the list. Um, <laughs> do I have to say what show it's from? Yes. Oh my god. I just think that suspense is going to make the climax even better. Of once I... The fans hear your favorite one from this large list of food items. <laughs> I swear this doesn't normally happen. I'm normally quicker than this. <laughs> So let's move on. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not how this works. I've been forced to succumb to your shit ideas before. <laughs> I think I got a text message on my phone. Oh, wow, is it from Alabama Gleep? Yeah. Yeah, this is your phone. Oh, it is. Let me just reply to it quick. Oh, no. Try not to be too racist. Oh, I wouldn't ever. I thought you were going to say, like, kelp cereal from Spongebob. Um, that was was the only thing I could think of. No, and you don't get to use that, fucker. Okay. Because it's not called kelp cereal, but I can't remember. That's the one thing. Um, Let's see. Scooby Snacks. That's definitely a thing. Krusty Krab Burger. Oh, wow. Here, These are good ideas. I'm just naming fictional foods that people can make real foods. Butterbeer from Harry Potter. Did you find a list? You did find a list. No. You fuck. Uh, yeah, my list. <laughs> <sighs> butterbeer? What is butterbeer? From Harry Potter. That doesn't help. It's just beer that tastes like butter. I don't know. Harry Potter, there's a butter... Of course, there's everybody that likes fucking Harry Potter. I mean, let's just drink. It'll be fun. The giant ribs from the end credits of the Flintstones. <laughs> <sighs> if anyone wants to make the giant ribs from the end credits of the Flintstones, that was my. You could make a lot of. That was money. my go-to fictional food. <laughs> Who doesn't remember the giant ribs from the end credits in the Flintstones? <laughs> oh God, zoinks! <laughs> that was a, that was definitely the worst bit. I think I say that every episode, but then I'll listen to the episodes where I'll say that. The bit's always pretty good. It's because I make it better. 
wrong. I add reverb to all of the stuff. What does that mean? Exactly. I don't know what an adjective is. What's a reverb? It's when you verb again. (laughs) It's like if you use a sentence where you say R twice. Mm -hmm. If the second one is a reverb. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I R R not going to that. Oh, you, sorry, you accidentally used a reverb. That's your example sentence. Yes. I thought it would just be a longer sentence where you use it correctly twice. Oh. But your go-to is I-R-R, not going to that. <laughs> Classic. That's we a staple are going of American to that. Are you? R is the reverb. I think the second one is our. We are going to that. Our you? Thanks. That one, that one hits better. No, that's definitely not. What hour is it? You. That's the time. Current what, time, what you are, 30. What are... <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't... That was, that was like beyond styles of conversation that we've had. <laughs> like you forced your consciousness into mine. <laughs> like I wasn't... I feel like I was mentally raped. That was not fun. Is that a crime? Can I report this? I don't think so. Hack. Mental abuse? They'll be like, were, were you mentally abused? You're like, no, I think I was mentally raped. And they'd go, nice. <laughs> nice. I'd get the self Mental abuse, treatment. crime. Mental rape, not nice. a crime. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you lucky dog. Oh, God. What we talk about? What's, I'll look up the news again. Oh, no. The you can news. put on, like, news music. You'll really love getting to this. You're like, I'm done with editing. And when I say that, you're like, oh, or whatever. You sound like yeah, you do the shit porn thing. My favorite thing is when we're, uh, I'm listening to the episode, and then you randomly say, oh, he's going to do this in editing. And then I am forced to do it, otherwise uh, I look uh, like a uh, wiener. Uh, yeah. Don't want you to be in a, a bit of a rush. <laughs> <laughs> Um, turns out the news still sucks. That's pretty boring. Are you sure? Uh, none of it is fun. Oh, none of it is fun? We could not... We should go to Canada? Uh... <laughs> I heard it's fun and none of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go to local news, but... Police searching for missing University of Minnesota student that looks like Frankie Muniz. Is it Frankie Muniz? Uh, I don't think so. I can check. We can hope he's missing. Yeah, it's... It's Frankie Muniz. Oh my god, he's missing in action. He said he forgot where he lives. Oh, they actually know where he is. There's, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> he's missing, but they know exactly where he is. Yeah, that's not really a news story. <laughs> this adult man is missing, but we know exactly where he is. He's at his house. Where in the world do you think Carmen San Diego is? I'd be hard pressed to say any other place than San Diego. Where San Diego's in like the, the best. world is Carmen San Francisco? Definitely not in San Francisco. Probably San Diego. Yeah, I would be in San Diego. <laughs> San Francisco is like the piss capital of the world. We can no, nobody Wherever should Waldo live in San is, Francisco. Probably. I'm just glad that the Canadian housing market is gonna the bubble's gonna burst, and then we can have housing bubble buddy. <laughs> Canadian housing bubble buddy. The best kind, the rarest kind of bubble buddy. <laughs> housing bubble buddy. Boo boo keys to the home you can't afford. <laughs> Who could forget about Canadian housing bubble buddy? <laughs> this podcast is just word association. <laughs> That's the perfect way. We got to start a new podcast just called word association. 
Oh, it's no. too late to <laughs> it's too late to change the name. You can't. We're, t- we're too leaped. You can't say <laughs> this is something we need to do because then we're forced to do it. <laughs> hey, we haven't done hamster history yet, which we need to do. Oh. Yes. And then the the days of our lives thing, I think we could do. Yeah. But I don't. There's got to be a way because if you look up Watch Seinfeld online, there's about two episodes. There's a blog spot. Of all the Seinfeld episodes, but it's missing about two or three. And then there's a, there's a website called, like, Watch Seinfeld Full Episodes, which the quality's amazing, but uh, it's just not as... Though that's actually the website I go to when to watch the, like, two or three that are missing from the Blogspot one. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I guess I just use the Blogspot one more, or whatever. But, like, the good ones are there, to where I think... That, and I, I do think that's only attributable because Seinfeld is such a popular show. Mm-hmm. I do think the days of our lives... Um, the problem is, is the demographic of that show, I imagine, isn't very technologically apt. But uh, <laughs> There's one, like, 14-year-old that's really into it and is logging everything. Yeah, I'm thinking... It has been since the early 60s. I'm thinking we should be able to watch that for free somewhere. Oh, I was going to buy the I know you're able to do that. Set. I know you're able to do that with Columbo. And Columbo's a decent show. But I can't watch that because it just makes me nostalgic for a time I didn't live through. It's a, it's a weird feeling that I experience way too strongly. So I just have to, you know, opt out. Days of Our Lives is streaming now on Peacock. <sighs> How many does it have every... I'll fucking pay for it. If you, if you get... I'll pay for the P.O. Box if you pay for Peacock. And yes, I'm doing it because I'm hoping the Peacock is... Peacock is free. Is it? Yeah. With ads? Yeah. Oh, no. You can you can't watch Days of Our Lives without ads. That's how it was meant to be experienced. That's a good point. And the best part of Hulu with ads was the ads. <laughs> That's I for, yeah, true. Yeah, we could, we could, we could, you know, we could watch a, you know. So the question is, we could watch an episode or two after this, maybe, maybe the whole seasons. <laughs> and then, I could quit my job, and then from there we, we could can... live stream us watching every episode <laughs> of the Days of Our Lives. It probably doesn't fall under copyright. No. I guess we'll decide. It'll after be like that those Call it's... of Duty marathons that Machinima used to do. Yeah. Like Hutch played for like twelve hours, then they'd sleep, and then like C Nanners would play, and then Sark would play, and they'd cycle until they were max level. <laughs> right as the game launched. That shit's fucking cool. We could do that. Until we catch up with days of our lives. Yeah. So that'd be that Twitch creative. We'd make so much goddamn money. So we're just taking turns but watching it. We're not watching it at the same time. The problem is it's it's the Norm MacDonald. My brother made a bucket list. You know what his first item was? Commit suicide. <laughs> what a stupid list. My problem That's what is... it would be, is we'd finish the whole thing, and I, I couldn't not kill myself after that. <laughs> I would have to out of honor. Well, it's still going. <laughs> it's not good. The problem is we're cycling, where it's, you're watching Days of Our Lives for 12 hours, then I'm watching Days of Our Lives for 12 hours, yeah. or we switch off like every four or whatever. Yeah. But whenever would be I'm not watching Days of Our Lives, I'm watching Lawrence of Arabia now. Oh, no. <laughs> you just never sleep. <laughs> I have no choice. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's four hours, and then three and a half out of the four hours, you don't have to be watching Days of Our Lives. You are eating and then watching Lawrence of Arabia. And then you're back on the clock, and then you have to use those next four for sleep. Oh no! Oh, it would. That would. That, I think my that life we, is way worse than yours. I think we could. I think we could create some mental illness. That would be a good separate. <laughs> I podcast. think it's already on its way. That would be a very good separate podcast. Is to try to. I don't know. It's like breaking Colton Jacobson or good Colton Jacobson. So yeah, I guess we decide that would. That's a, that's a, we have to try this of <laughs> we, like trying to elicit put you in scenarios to see how you would react. 
that normal people would freak out over. And it's not like horror or anything. Not like a, sp- a spooky house or whatever they're called. On an house. Uh, like psychological terror. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go through with like some of the worst movies ever made. Psychological. Um, oh, I have to ask. Blame Truth. Because he knows. Wake. There's some Australian psychological horror movie. Yeah. That's like Wake and Fright, I think. It's from like 1979. There's a scene where they shoot kangaroos. It's a pretty good movie. If it didn't fuck me up, I imagine you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> so I I'm just not sure. Everything. But it, it would be fun to have little, like, 10 to 15 minute episodes every week of that, of us talking about, or like 30 to 45 minute episodes of, like, this is what we did. What emotions did it provoke in you? And then we get, like, a, home, a weak, feeble minded homeless person and put him through the same thing. Breaking Colton Jacobs as, like, sounds the like a documentary. Group. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. It'd be a very good. Pod menu, mentoriuri, TM, <laughs> TM pending. <laughs> it's breaking like, Colton Jacobson. That's uh, like it's like um forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like. Oh, uh, except I'll never forget. Oh great, you had to bring that fucking holiday back into the, the <laughs> holiday. <laughs> I celebrate every year. I'm a big fan. I celebrate. I'm just so thankful. <laughs> I'm so thankful. I can't just go to the gate of an airport without <laughs> three and a half hours of waiting in line. I'm really happy that when I'm standing in line at an airport, I am forced to take my shoes off. That's so bullshit. The shoes thing makes no sense. That's not even a 9-11 thing. No, it's the shoe, the shoe bomber, bomber guy. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Which was like three months after 9-11. I was going to say, that's proof that brown people ruined everything, but I don't even know what race or ethnicity it was. <laughs> I bet he was brown after he shit his face from all the embarrassment. That was something that happened Got what? over 20 years ago, and we still have to take our shoes off. It's, cause, it's really because all the TSA agents have just disgusting foot fetishes. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Alabama Gleep's not going to like that one. (laughs) Shoe Bomber. Let's see. Richard Colvin Reed. Uh, Oh, it's Claudette Colvin's brother. I was going to say he's English, but his other name is Abel Rahim Abdul Rof and the Shoe Bomber. So he is English. No, (laughs) not really. It says he's a British terrorist, which makes me just full of spite he's in the same place as uh ted kaczynski is whoa you think incarcerated each other incra- incarcerated at adx florence i think that's where ted kaczynski is uh notable current inmates do 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 i don't why does it start with the foreign ones i don't the boston bomber guy or the boston marathon guys there dude there's all so the many... cool ones how do you get how do you go here <laughs> let's do a meet and greet at that prison that's where the first galip con should be I have no idea where this... Oh, this guy is held at ADX due to multiple prison escapes. That's badass. Is that just where they put all the high-profile people? Yeah. Because Alcatraz is gone now for some reason? Well, that's for, like, terrorists. Right. But why... I thought Ted Kaczynski was there. Why is Alcatraz gone? Why did they turn that off? What do you mean? Do you know the reasoning? It's... They don't use it anymore. No, it is a thing. I thought it's still a thing. No, you can take tours of the place. Can you? Yeah, it's abandoned. Criminal status. Oh, yeah, that's not where Ted Kaczynski's at. I thought he was in Colorado. Where the fuck is this place? North Carolina? Did he move? He did move because he has cancer now. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, so let's move him to North Carolina. John Hinckley Jr. He's in the same place as the guy that tried to kill Reagan because Jody Foster was, like, whispering in his ear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's so cool. 
I wish I was here. <laughs> you will be when you try to kill the Tony president. Alamo? Oh, no. <laughs> Do you think he remembers? Cult leader from Arkansas convicted in 2009 of 10 counts of transporting minors across state lines for sexual purposes for using his influence to force children as young as eight into marriages and sexual relationships also started the Alamo. Okay, he's less cool. <laughs> I like that last crime, though. Oh, served a life sentence under his actual name, Bernie Lazar Hoffman, until his death on May 2nd, 2017. And then he changed his name after he died? What? How? How? <laughs> how does that work? You can have oh, a posthumous name change. He's Jewish. That's why he changed his name. Like Rem Lazar. Remember that movie? Y no. You don't remember Rem Lazar? No. R E M L A Z A R. Okay, I could have guessed how to spell it. Well, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I was supposed to. And it's called Creating Rem Lazar. And I think in the I think Tony Alamo. Though. That Rem Lazar got his uh, last name from Bernie Lazar, whatever's middle name. And it is a 1989 American children's musical film directed, written, and produced by Scott Zakarian. Zakarin, actually. And released <gasps> direct-to-video. <laughs> it's 48 minutes. I'll, I'll read you the plot. Two children have the same dream about the same imaginary friend, a superhero named Rem Lazar. They paint a mannequin like their dream hero, which comes to life. The children try and find a... Oh, no. Yeah, they do say... What is it? Don Quixote? Yeah. But they don't say chaotic. They say... Oh, I can't remember if they say quixotic. Quixotic is a different word, yeah. Is it? Okay. The children try and find a quixotic medallion that will allow him to live longer than a day. Together, they traverse New York, finding various characters along the way, such as a dancing... Quartet, who sing to themselves day and night. Eventually, they meet the seemingly evil Vorok, a floating entity who thre threatens them from the sky. However, the character is turned good when the children say they love Vorok. Huh, that's that easy. <laughs> the children go back home and find that their imaginary friend, Rem Lazar, has returned to the form of a, of a mannequin. But Zack still has the quixotic medallion. The children go back to sleep with Rem Lazar still on the mind. Oh, wet dreams coming soon. <laughs> that's, that's dangerous, that's children. The, that's the name of our new podcast, Wet Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Rem Lazar is a... But uh, the Twin Towers are in that movie also. That's, that's where they... Uh, yeah, because the kid's like, I bet it's at the top of the Empire State Building. And Rem's like, nah. I know a building that's even taller. And then they go to the Twin Towers and the Quixotic Medallion's there. I think that's what the terrorists were looking for in 9-11. They were trying With to the elephants. The elephants were like, I hear it. Al-Qaeda's is like, our one goal is to take the Quixotic Medallion from America. Rem Lazar. Yeah. The, the Al-Qaeda just wanted friends. And the only ones they could really get were imaginary friends. But they would disappear too soon. So they needed the quick like, America's medallion. got better imaginary friends than we do. We need to take their imaginary how come, friends. How come America has imaginary friends with blonde hair? How come they all how come all my imaginary friends look like my uh inbred sister? That's not cool. <laughs> Let's we need to get that medallion, and that's what the, why they did what they did. <laughs> so what I'm trying to get to is yes, I celebrate 9-11, and yes, it was justified. <laughs> Boom. 
There we go. <laughs> okay. It all comes full circle. Because they deserve the quixotic medallion. Everybody deserves as quality of imaginary friends as we have in America. That's fair. Yeah. That's so wholesome. They yeah. could have just asked. We would have let them borrow it. Exactly. But no, they wanted it for themselves. Yeah. What a bunch of dweebs. If they had just borrowed it, then we could all have the same quality really, of imaginary that's... friends as opposed to now they have it and we don't. Really, they just could have waited for the 3D printer. Yeah. Thus, all of us could have American quality imaginary friends. <laughs> the, the 3D printer did solve that. That's why there's yeah. never going to be another 9-11. Yeah, we've, we've solved terrorism. Printer. Yeah, the problem is Russia's looking for the quixotic medallion because they lost it. And that's why they're raping Ukraine as we speak. <laughs> I've, I've heard that's what it's... We've convinced them that Ukraine has one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who lied. And Ukraine's like, what are you talking what about? What is that? We've never had anything like yeah. that. We don't have any medallions. We we don't we can't imagine in Ukraine. <laughs> what is what is this friend you speak of? And Putin's like, oh, send it. <laughs> I think they've got it. They're playing dumb. You're Russians, you know. As much as we know about imagination. <laughs> yeah, they, they're the same people. <laughs> Once you realize that every war ever has been started and fought over the quixotic medallion, <laughs> history will make a lot more sense to you. <laughs> it's the only thing that matters. Yeah, people are like, oh, follow the money. Nope, follow the medallion. Because without the quixotic medallion in your possession, your people are just angry. Yeah, there's some, if you can't dream, then what's life mean? Exactly. And that's what the quixotic medallion allows you to do. <laughs> what do you think uh, Leonardo da Vinci wore all the time? Oh, is that why he came up with so many inventions? Yeah, every good inventor and painter, really polymath, or Matt? I think polymath. it's math. They're, they're, there's like a, a thing that they get from birth that's like a smaller version of that mm. that they are gifted with but uh leonardo da vinci was so ahead of everybody else because he actually had the actual one not just the one oh. that like gifted children have okay he had like the real the real one and that's why he was so smart so you can so there's one is there more there's, than one there's quixotic? one physical there's the original one Okay. And then there's people the original, that just, there's copies that are weaker. That are just gifted to gifted children that are like implanted in them. It's like a chip that they don't know they have. Oh, they're not it's born just, with it. It's literally. They are born with it. Okay. But like they don't, you know what I mean? That's like what if you could, if you see a gifted child, that's why he's so smart is because there's a smaller version of the actual quixotic medallion yeah. in him. He just doesn't know They have know such that. a connection to the original that yeah. it's almost, it's like they have just a weaker version of the original. Yeah. That's, that's how it works. That makes sense. Yeah. And for some reason there wasn't any form of media to document this until Remozar. Yeah. Except they didn't fully or understand sense. it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know why it's ignored. <laughs> Nobody. Talks I don't know about why it. we talk about all of the really important things that people should really be. I mean, every war in history has fought over this medallion, and only one movie ever has talked about it, except for the Emu War. That, that was one out, was just because they hate emus. That was out of hate. Yeah, <laughs> not out of friendship and creativity. <laughs> These fucking birds. <laughs> like, we don't think that the birds have better imaginations with us. We just hate them. The emu war and the kettle war. They're different. Are the from only us. two. The kettle war. Yeah. <laughs> the only casualty was a kettle. Yeah. And some soup. <laughs> that was the worst war. That's what my uh, dissertation's going to be on. What is there to write about? Does the kettle war disprove nature versus nurture? Does the kettle war disprove the existence of the quixotic medallion? 
Yeah, it's just... It's, no, it doesn't. It, Everyone knows it exists. It's just a one-word dissertation that says no. <laughs> Obviously not. That's it. <laughs> I've had multiple offers from colleges over it. Wow, that I'm really was really gaming the system. To even, to even suggest that not it was a possibility. Not only am I offering it up to the college I'm currently going to, I'm sending it to other colleges that have no idea who I am. But they're so interested that they're willing to give me a whole doctorate based on that paper. <laughs> Juilliard is like, please come to us. And you're like, no. Yeah. What are you, the singing school? I had to block Harvard's official email. They wouldn't shut up. <laughs> Jeez, leave me alone. We need you at Harvard Business. Yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to get an offer from uh, Phoenix University. (laughs) The problem is they're online only and they don't ever offer. They just accept if you ask. I can't. But you want Phoenix to ask you personally. Yeah. I can't send them physical mail anywhere. (laughs) That's what sucks about an online college. All I want to do is go to Phoenix online. Screw Harvard. I have a doctorate, but I can't apply. (laughs) I don't know. It's a weird position I'm put in. It's like the Kama Sutra of being shafted by online colleges. What? (laughs) It's called the Kama Sutra? I know what that is. Okay, good for you. Uh, Good for you. I don't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Fuck it. That's... (laughs) <laughs> Shia, the beef we should get Shia LaBeouf on the pod well, why do you want to get Shia LaBeouf on the pod uh, just so I can make a really terrible dad joke related to the movie Holes you I don't know what it, it would now, be and then you, that way I know what it is no I have to go over it okay uh, yeah you can okay you're, say you're Shia LaBeouf okay, I'm Shia LaBeouf yeah and you walk in here and you're like I'm like hey I'm Shia LaBeouf and guess what? I've been in Transformers and Holes. And then I go, hi, Shia LaBeouf, I'm Dad. Uh, hi, Dad, I'm Shia LaBeouf. No, that's where the joke ends. There's no... Well, but, yeah, but this is how he would I respond. Can, I can keep making that joke then. I would just... It'd be a, so, okay. it'd be a so, dialogue. Hi, hi, Dad, I'm Shia LaBeouf. I've been on Transformers and Holes. He just, and why I is never he black? Been, <laughs> I've never been in anything this else doesn't, This doesn't work. <laughs> this doesn't sound like the beef at all. I'm, I think you're playing the guy that they throw in the lake. <laughs> Zero? I'm being the beat. Being the beat. So your response to that is? Doesn't, uh, it's probably, how'd you get in my house? Like uh, I said, the joke is over. Uh, this is now a confrontation. <laughs> Even though he's accepted an invite <laughs> to come to my house and do a podcast. I'm sorry, is this not the, the address of the podcast that I was gonna be on? No. Oh. I, mean, I apologize. <laughs> and then he leaves. Yeah. And you have the whole thing recorded. Yeah, on my ring doorbell. <laughs> all of this is through the, the all, door. All of this is through the ring doorbell. Yeah. And then you post this on the internet and you're like, I told a Shia LaBeouf doing black voice? I told a dad I told a dad I, joke to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> and it's just a homeless black guy at <laughs> <in> your doorstep. <laughs> I told a dad joke to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> It's on Inside Edition. The thumbnail of the video is very clearly just like a ring camera. Yeah. (laughs) With a black guy like looking into it. This man thinks he's Shia LaBeouf. It's it's like one of those clips that plays on the nightly news with Lester Holt at the end. That's like a wholesome one. 
<laughs> you may remember this kid star from, you know, the early 2000s, but here's what Shia LaBeouf is up to now. It's <laughs> a black homeless man that we invited on the pod as long as he acted like his name was Shia LaBeouf and then we just tell him to go away. <laughs> That's so mean. We didn't, we said we'd pay him after the pod, too, so we don't even have to pay him. <laughs> and then Lester Holt closes by, like, guess he's still in a couple of holes now. Good night, America. <laughs> guess Shia's sh- not doing so hot. And then we get the Shia LaBeouf homeless man to walk on the set of nightly news with lester holt and you see him in the background like <laughs> looking up at the ceiling because he doesn't know what buildings are <laughs> he's confused he's so lost he's from the desert <laughs> he's from sub-saharan africa he's a nomad that we found <laughs> that has no concept of we industrial civilization we, we went to sub-saharan africa and we're like hey you want to be on the pod he he's goes, like what's yeah, that yeah he goes, yeah. Sure. He immediately agrees. <laughs> he doesn't know what a podcast guy is. On the pod. He's the nicest guy that's ever existed. He doesn't know what a podcast is, but he is a big fan of Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> so he thinks he's pod racing. <laughs> it's the only movie he's ever seen. Yeah. Oh, a pod? You, you say? <laughs> I'll be on a pod. Imagine how good you'd think every other movie is if the only movie you've ever seen is the first episode. It's The Phantom Menace. <laughs> you'd love every movie so much more. Until you see episode three. No. You mm. can't. It's against the rules. Oh, no. The problem is you see, you see Star Wars episode one. Yeah. You're like, okay, that's what a movie is. Then you see any other movie and you go, oh, my God. That was even better. I don't. I don't know which one is more average of a movie, but the second movie was better. And then you see a third movie; it was just as good as the second movie. You're like, okay, was Star Wars Episode One just a bad movie? You see one more movie, you go, yeah, that was just a bad movie. <laughs> okay, and then you develop a generalized taste for like good and bad movies. Yeah, that is probably how it would work. So it wouldn't be like. All right, I saw Star Wars Episode One's the only movie I ever saw for 28 years. Yeah. And now, since then, it's been four years, and I've seen 17,000 other movies. I watch a lot of movies. They're all really good movies. Star Wars Episode One. that was a good movie, because it was the only movie I'd ever seen. The other 17,000, somehow better. I don't know how they managed it. But every did. other movie I've seen, it turns out, is every... better than the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird because I watch so many movies, I just watch a bunch of random ones, and somehow I pick a good one every time. Yeah. <laughs> All of the seventeen thousand other movies are better than my favorite movie. <laughs> Jesus, I saw this movie called Click once. Oh no. <laughs> That was so good. What do you think the first movie you ever saw was? And I know what you know. It's probably, probably some not going to be Disney movie. Yeah, there's probably not going to be a way we can remember because our parents definitely showed us some like movie when we were a baby. Yeah. So I just I don't know what's, of any what's movies an early... before the 2000s, like in like the 90s era. Goodwill Hunting. 
That could explain why I'm so into that movie. But my parents have there's terrible no taste. There's no way that was the first yeah. movie you ever my saw. Ter- my parents have awful taste, so there's no way. It's it was, good it was probably some Barney movie or something, like realistically. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they would have been. it would have been a movie that your parents are watching with you in the room. You know what I mean? So I you think, think the first think movie I ever babies. saw was like I think for Top most Gun. people. Yeah, I think for <laughs> most people that's how I went. I don't know because I feel like you would just be in a crib in a different room. When yeah, you when but you're it'd a baby. be fucking annoying if you started crying then. So then you go in there and they bring you in there like begrudgingly. Yeah. And then so you're you're watching it in a way. Okay. Because I think what what's the first movie you think you were in the room for? How about that? Um, I wouldn't say cognizant of watching, but I would say like because uh, then it would there was be, a movie playing and I was in the room. Yeah, because my answer would probably a hundred percent be the Veggie Tales movies. Okay. I think for how religious my grandparents are, definitely thinking they would have put me in front of a TV watching this. Because those were good movies. Those were really good movies. I still think I have to go with, well, if there was a Barney movie, I think it was probably a Barney movie. Okay. I'm not sure how common uh, children's movies were back then. Pretty common. You're kind of right. Yeah, there was McDonald's It wasn't movies. like you would randomly have it on TV or whatever, but it would be... I know my parents, and I'm sure a lot of other people have this exact same thing, where there's just a pile of children's uh, VHS, VHS tapes. tapes. Yeah. Yeah, and then those were kind of given from neighbor to neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess if those count, then it would it'd probably be one of those like, look at these trucks doing truck stuff for like 55 minutes. If that <laughs> counts as a movie, it'd be one of those. They're like, this is how planes work. Dummy. <laughs> It's definitely one of those. First TV show I was in the room for, probably Game of Thrones. <laughs> First, <laughs> I was born. Jesus. I was born six years ago. <laughs> I was I was born, and the second I popped out, my mom was watching TV in the hospital, and it was the Red Wedding. What are you talking about? It's the wedding where the wedding where everyone gets slaughtered. Is that a Game of Thrones thing, or yeah. is that a generalized thing? No, it's a Game of Thrones. I think it's a generalized thing. I think there's a mission in Sleeping Dogs, where that happens, where Uncle Poe is killed. And I think that mission's called Red Wedding. So, you're wrong. <laughs> not, well, I'm not wrong. It well, is in Game of Thrones. Well, well, you're wrong. It's more of an archetype, though, of names for weddings in which people die <laughs> than it is a Game of Thrones-style thing. But my point is, that is the first thing I ever saw on TV. It was Game of Thrones. <laughs> Game of Thrones in the hospital. The Mayo Clinic has HBO. Apparently. Yeah, if that's true. Ooh, if that's true, uh, it was probably The Sopranos. So that could explain that. <laughs> my mom was really into The Sopranos. That came out in 1999. I'm hoping it was The Sopranos. Yay! Well, I wasn't born in the Mayo Clinic, I guess. Oh yeah, you're, you're losers f- are born in the You're a fake clinic. fucking Minnesotan kid. Yeah, I forgot. You're born in a cheese curd. <laughs> I was you born. Dweeb. I was born inside of a cow. Yeah. <laughs> Forget how Wisconsin works. You're born in like the net for a lacrosse team. That's right. That's how lacrosse works. I was born in a vat of beer. And if you're not drunk by the time they unsubmerge you, uh, you get exported. You and your family get you're exported considered from dead. Wisconsin. You're considered dead. Oh, he's, it's like when a baby doesn't cry. <laughs> if he's not drunk, by the time he comes up, he's not real. We gotta, we gotta, send him, we gotta put him back in. He's not ready. <laughs> to, he's not done yet. <laughs> we have to put him back in until he's ready. And if you drown before you get drunk, well, that's on you. Yeah, it's the witch thing, but with Wisconsin babies. 
That's how it works. Wisconsin babies. That's how they produce such great wrestlers. It's a Midwest <laughs> thing. God. And then your pacifier is just a, a little piece of cheese. It's a it's a crack rock. <laughs> oh, he likes it. <laughs> Do you think Walmart is a Midwest thing? No. <laughs> You know, there's no, I don't think there is any Walmarts in Alaska. I think they're called Fred Myers. What? Yeah. That's the one of the first things the person on the tour bus told us. Is that, Fred Myers Michael Myers' brother? The killer, not the actor. I think Michael Myers doesn't have a brother. What makes you think He has that? a hot sister that okay. bullies him with her boyfriend. And then he has a drunk dad and a whore of a mom. And that's it. If I if if the Rob Zombie 2007 version of Halloween is any example of how Michael Myers is, I don't think he has a brother. Not even like in some secret basement. Maybe Fred Myers. Anyway, but instead he he had like the same treatment as Michael Myers. But instead of killing people, he's like, "Fuck it, let's start a giant supply chain of grocery stores." So is this a, a representation of what Mike Myers is going to become? Is after he kills enough people, he's going to start a chain of grocery stores? Yeah. I hope. He's like, That's a better goal than killing people. He's like, hey, baby. <laughs> and then he goes, I'm starting a grocery store. What is this accent? Austin Powers. That's a fair point. <laughs> when he's the... Who's the guy that Dana Carvey plays? The turtle. Master of Disguise. <laughs> Master of Disguise is such a good movie. God. And I hate that it... <laughs> It has a 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. My boss brought it up, and he, he referenced that scene. Did the he? The turtle scene. He's like, that's a really good movie. It's like, such a you good like movie. It, what the fuck? Who hates that movie? It's so good, and I don't know why everyone hates on it. Everyone says it's a really bad movie, but I have seen that movie so many times. Have you? Yeah. Where? We used to go camping a lot. So it was Shrek and Master of Disguise. We would watch Shrek and Master of Disguise. Jesus. Every once in a while, we would watch the second Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> That's I don't funny. know why, yeah. but we would like pop that on sometimes. But yeah, it was Shrek we would watch predominantly, and we would watch that so much, so often. And then every once in a while, we would watch the Master of Disguise. And the Master of Disguise is the one where... We would watch that a lot of the times. We'd be like, all right, let's turn it on in French. <laughs> let's turn that on in Spanish. God. There's a Portuguese version. There's a director's commentary. <laughs> have we ever brought that up? I think we have. What? You said Portuguese, and you should know exactly what I'm talking about. No, we haven't. In fifth grade, there was a friend of our fifth grade teacher that was visiting and she was from brazil and all of the what i don't even think it's a midwestern thing i think it's a fucking fifth grader thing if nobody knows anything fifth grade was the year when they told us we couldn't say frick because it was too close to fuck everybody Whoa. was like everybody was like fuck i'm gonna have to and censor the first part <laughs> you can <laughs> everybody that's what the school said we can't we can't use the n-word in place of fuck Everybody's really mad. It's too close. <laughs> but uh, all the kids were like, oh, cool. Does she speak Spanish? And our fifth grade teacher goes, Portuguese. And he was very mad at us for not knowing that people from Brazil 
don't speak Spanish, they speak Portuguese. <laughs> and whenever I hear anybody talk about Portugal or see the Portuguese flag or, you know, even Brazil, it reminds me of that just odd standard he held towards fifth grade students. That they would be able to tell the language differences between countries in South America. Remember that board game Portuguesey? Archeesey. I got it. Don't okay. worry. I uh, thought that was a Wisconsin thing. I... <laughs> I, I'm a member. <laughs> Does anyone play Parcheesy? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I've heard it before. It's like a worse version of Sorry. How does Sorry work? Sorry, you draw... Because I know I've played Sorry before. You draw cards. Okay. You, you would uh, use the cards. Uh, it has, like, numbers on it. Yeah. And then you advance around the board, and you're just trying to get all four of your pieces into the safe zone, right? And that's how you win. Okay. Uh, Parcheesy is an older version of Sorry, so it's, like, before Sorry was even made, Parcheesy existed. Yeah. And you roll dice, and first of all, you start in the center zone... You start in, like, your home area. Yeah. In order to get your piece out of your home area, you have to roll doubles. That's fucking annoying. Or, I think, have the dice add up to five or something like that. That's really dumb. Um, Yeah, so literally the game starts off. If you're playing with four people, game starts off. Roll. Nope, nothing. You roll. Roll. Nothing. It's just RNG shit. You just go around the table until... That's not fun. Everybody loves games like that. And then you just... You roll the dice and then you bring your pieces around the board... And then in sorry, you know, there's the sorry card and you can knock someone back to their home area. Okay. And if you land on their piece, you can knock their thing back to the home area. Hmm. In Parcheesi, if you land on their piece, you can knock them back to the home area. Yeah. But if they have two of the same piece on the same space, it's a wall and you can't get around it. That's annoying. Yeah. So... This, I don't know. I kind of like Parcheesi. I think Parcheesi's getting around to me. The actual seems... strategy is get two pieces or get three pieces out. Yeah. Have one piece start going around the board. And get just two block. pieces to block it off. And then when people are coming around to your area, they literally just can't get past you. That's awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, I'm a big fan of Parcheesi. Are you? I think I am now. It is... It's pretty fun. I like the until trolling you've been aspect. playing for an hour and a half. Yeah, until you've just until it happens to you. But right. if I was the one that pulls it off, I'm like, huh, fuck you guys. It's like Monopoly. <laughs> We're like, okay, I'm the one that owns it's all fun the good because places. I'm winning. Yeah, exactly. That's what Parcheesi sounds like. That sounds like um I don't know if that's more common in older style of board games, of that being the underlying theme of like, you're gonna love this game if you're the one winning. Well, I think the whole point is in older style board games, there's uh, an aspect to the game that will specifically make the game take longer because no one had anything else to do. Yeah, except hate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the Ukrainians are like, we don't have the quixotic medallion, so we're stuck playing Parcheesi. Yeah, that's the only country that actually has champion. That's where the champ- world championships are hosted. <laughs> At least they were until this year. And now Ukraine will be... Oh, Honorary Russian territory by this time next year. <laughs> it's all good things. Are you allowed to play Parcheesi if you're lactose intolerant? Partofui. Partofui. That's what it's called. It just sounds like a really bad movie parodying Ratatouille. It's an even worse food. <laughs>
You're in like if you the think slums the of bad. you're in the slums of Italy, and like, <laughs> welcome to Parfatta Tui. <laughs> if you think the name's bad, just wait until you taste it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Partofui. There's your title, fucker. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell that. P a r t o f u, f u, hyphen e, capital E. Because <laughs> you don't know how to spell the other half of it. Where it's, it's like, like o u i l l i e or something like that. Yeah. Was isn't that funny that Chuck E. Cheese was C H U C K hyphen O U I L L E hyphen cheese. Isn't it funny? Whatever's like, what's his middle name stand for? <laughs> Entertainment. <laughs> no, it stands for E. <laughs> Isn't it weird that Chuck E. Cheese was spelled C H U C K M O U S E? Remember Chuck Mouse? <laughs> He's the mascot for Nickelodeon. Is he? <laughs> yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Remember Chuck Mouse. Oh, God. I think you, you need to be slimed. Oh, I wish. That's, you gotta make it gay. Remember when they slimed Katy Perry in the face and it, like, blasted her to the floor because there was so much force in it, it almost killed her? No. That's <laughs> just... gonna make that. There's... Oh, no, what did I do? I just typed in Chuck E. Cheese. Not Chuck Mouse. <laughs> Chuck Mouse. Chuck Mouse. There he is. <laughs> Why is there so many differing? Uh, what is? Yeah, this is what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that no, is. That's Chuck E. Cheese. Is it? Yeah. What's wrong with him? What happened? That's like when they were trying to... <laughs> like Five Nights at Freddy's Chuck E. Cheese? No, they were. it was literally like a weird 3D animation commercial that they had. Ew. There's Send one in me your... that picture and I'll make it the thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> There's one in your birth city. It's the closest one. That'd be a fun place to go with a bunch of drunk college My kids. birth city wasn't lacrosse, if that's what you're thinking. Well, I bet it was 444 State Road number 16, La Crosse, Wisconsin, 54601. I was it's born a kid in friendly, the Chuck E. Cheese. It's yes. a kid-friendly chain known for its arcade games, pizza, parties. Oh, pizza parties. Pizza parties. parties. <laughs> Want to have a party at Chuck Entertainment Cheese? Play zones in Mouse Mascot. <laughs> I like how that's on there. I don't know what Google's thing is today, but it doesn't. It's a, oh, it's a Mother's Day thing. What were you saying about pizza? Oh no, I skipped past the Chuck Mouse picture. My favorite thing you about pizzerias is when their mascot is a mouse. Is a mouse. <laughs> that's what I want in my food. Jeez. Yeah, that's the worst <laughs> fucking picture, man. <laughs> is that Chuck Mouse? It's a st- it's a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. What is wrong with him? Can I order that? <laughs> How do I put... Th- oh, no. Urologists. 80% of men with ED don't know about this easy fix. Try it tonight. Speaking it's, of ED... It's Viagra is the easy fix. I got a ween. Do you? Yeah. Oh, no. I get really... I got a ween with my ED. 
don't. You can only pee when you have an erection. <laughs> That's weird. Yes. Oh, hello, listeners. We are alone again. Oh God. Early warning signs of schizophrenia. They may not be common knowledge. We can figure that out. Oh no, I tried to click on it because I am concerned about my early warning signs of schizophrenia. Let's, uh, let's see. Depression, social withdrawal, hostility or suspiciousness, extreme reaction to criticism, deterioration of personal hygiene. Don't have that one. I have the other two. Flat, expressionless gaze. Oh, no, I think my co-host might be. Might be a little schizophrenic. Is there other types of schizophrenia beyond paranoid schizophrenia? I hope so. Okay, let's see. Inability to cry or express joy or inappropriate laughter or crying. Okay, never mind. My co-host is fine. Oversleeping or insomnia, forgetful, unable to concentrate. Pretty forgetful. And uh, can't sleep. Insomnia. Oh, over- that doesn't counteract the oversleeping thing if insomnia is the other option. Otter- irrational statements, strange use of words or way of speaking. Oh, no. Did you talk about my erection while I was gone? No. I, I The Chuck Mouse picture? Yeah. Uh, one of the click clickbait pop-up things was early warning signs of schizophrenia okay these may not be common knowledge and then i clicked on it and it went back to the chuck mouse picture (laughs) so i had to look up a thing that says early warning signs of schizophrenia and six was oversleeping or insomnia and i'm like well that's good because i can't sleep but i oversleep when i because i thought i thought not being able to sleep counteracts the oversleeping thing yeah. But the second thing it says is oversleeping or insomnia. So that's not being able to sleep. So, you know, I thought I was out of the woods, but I don't think so. We're still in the woods. We're still in the woods. <laughs> I want to start a new podcast called Schizofriendly. I think we have ne- oh. neologisms. Ne- Neologisms. Neo- Neologisms. There we go. Neologisms. Neologisms. Logisms. Made up, <laughs> made up words or phrases that only have meanings meaning to you. I think we're 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 cumulatively schizophrenic, but only around each other. That's incorrect. Wrong. What do you mean? Clang. Meaningless use of rhyming words. And then in quotes, it says, "I said the bread and read the shed and fed Ned at the head." <laughs> I mean, is that not a Dr. Seuss direct quote? <laughs> Somebody's got some explaining. As long there. as we say our made-up words on the pod and explain them, yeah. it's not schizophrenia anymore. Okay. I was asking the listeners... Memory wipes? <laughs> Continue what you were saying. I was asking the listeners if other types of schizophrenia exist beyond paranoid schizophrenia. Remember the Noid? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Speaking I, of mascots, I, I do remember the Noid. <laughs> When's he gonna come back? When is Domino's? He did, really? I think. Until that guy held up a pizza store. How does that work? No, that's how he. So, oh, he he was created. Then it went away. And then after that whole bullshit shit show of an event, it then came back after that. Yes. Okay, like that makes two more or sense. three years ago. Yeah. So that, that, that event was something like the Noid is some weird guy that's always trying to steal pizza and everyone's like making fun of him, right? Yeah. And this guy, it was schizophrenic. Kenneth Lamar Noid. And his last name was Noid and they thought that they were, that Domino's was making fun of him. Yeah. So he held up a pizza store and then they took it away. 
Oh, that's not that bad. He spent time in a mental institution, so he wasn't prison. You know, he wasn't imprisoned, which is good. But then he killed himself, so we're good. <laughs> the incident has been insinuated to have caused Domino's Pizza to discontinue advertising using the Noid as their mascot, though this has been rejected by the company and advertisers. There's no fucking way they have the balls to be like, mm, unrelated. He's just pretty dumb. I don't know. Return of the Noid. I think it's perfectly okay to say, hey, this mentally sick man thought we were making fun of him and killed himself. So out of respect, we're going to not use this anymore. Yeah, it's better to say that. You know, you don't, whatever. Mm, what are you talking about, Noid? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Some loser? Some loser? Only a loser would shoot up a pizza store and kill themselves. Yeah. The Noid returned to television in April 2021. The character first appeared in a series of brief video ads on social media sites in which the Noid's face could have been seen in a disruptive flash of video glitches over a shot of a meal included in a coupon promotion. And it's like a Noid 2.0 and it's it's that guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> it's just actually him this time. Yeah, they, they are Fuck actually it, let's double down. making fun of him. Domino's officially confirmed the return of the Noid later in the month, and he subsequently in, he was subsequently included in the mobile game Crash Bandicoot on the run as part of a tie-in promotion for the restaurant. It's weird calling Domino's Pizza a restaurant. Yeah, because you don't really dine in. No, I hope not. I think I dejourn in. I injourno. I. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Just the look is all I needed to stop. <laughs> It's not delivery. It's dine-in giorno. <laughs> it's, it's not DiGiorno. It's dine-in. <laughs> oh. We haven't even talked about the worst part of our day yesterday. Go ahead. Waking up. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, me and Colton, we're going to go to Lake City with uh, our friend, Diff, who has made multiple appearances, name-wise, in the pod. Have any of them been positive? Uh, have we mentioned his HIV test? <laughs> no. Oh, then no. Okay. Um, And Friday, we were working. <laughs> I was at work in Lake City, and then they were plastering all over the neighborhood signs about weekend garage sales. I'm like, sweet. I can, we can go garage selling. And I said that to him on Saturday, because it's like, hey, we got you out of the house. It took about two and a half hours. Well, you, said it, you said it Friday. You offered for it on Friday. You yeah. Him. After we already had got him out of the house. Yeah. Because we got him, we went to go to a taco truck, which everybody talks about, and it it's not taco, nacho talk about tacos. Yeah, it's nacho, nacho talk about tacos. Yeah, that's there's your title. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, I was in a bit of a rush. <laughs> um. And we, I paid for Coldens because I got to get my Venture Rewards miles, and then I'll never buy him anything again because I'll fly away. <laughs> um, but not worth uh, going to get tacos from a taco truck. At least not Corona's tacos in Rochester. Absolutely should. And then he mentions, I make some offhand comment about the garage sales going on, and he mentions, Oh, y'all go, I'll go. And we, I'll go with you. Go. We, we show up on Saturday, and he uh, it's one thirty, and he's not up. And it's like, oh, cool. We're already like four hours late for this. That's good. And then uh, we go back into town, do some other shit, get back. He's not up. And it's then two o'clock. 
And then sometime in the night before, he sent us a video of a live stream, a kid that graduated a year after we did. And uh, I figured, fuck it, let's see, you know, maybe we can start listening to this and then he'll magically wake up. And this live stream was about spiritual channeler. It's a weird word to say. And he channels the spirits of your ancestors uh, for 30 minutes and it's 65 bucks, 110 minutes, or 100 minutes, 60, 30 minutes, 65 bucks. $110 for 60 minutes, and then you, he can talk to any animal, living or dead, and talk to your pet that says 30 minutes or more. So I don't know how much, you know, you can go over with that, but that one's $65. And we listened to the whole live stream of it, and it he, was an talks, he talks very uncertainly about his nutritional knowledge, and it's, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's a mentalist kind of thing of where he knows he's full of shit and he knows what he's doing, but he's good at it, but it doesn't appear that... One, he knows what he's doing. I think he actually believes he has some type of power. And then two, he's not, he doesn't come across as somebody who's like confident and good at it. And I just feel really bad for the people that are believing that he's talking to some entity or astral seal or, you know, whatever. And, and he wishes he could talk to the astral seal. Yeah. I, I, I'd give I anything know. for that. That's, I guess, stumbling upon that or having that presented to us by Diff is kind of an uncomfortable realization of like, hey, I forget these people, these style of people exist. And it's just something you don't ever really see. So you're just like, ah, there's no way people yeah. are like that. And then you encounter somebody like that. And you're like, oh, fuck. I wonder how much worse it gets from here. And uh, the problem is, is like, okay, no one, maybe you're being a, too quick to judge. Maybe he's new at it. Maybe uh, you're in a bit of a rush. Uh, Nice. Um, <laughs> he's been doing it since he has a like a, a certificate of lying to people or whatever by his <laughs> his his master as he is the apprentice. His master. I don't know. I don't know. If it's, but uh, he's been doing it for over a year, and it's it's not good. He uh, his diet tips or not diet. I would say nu- it's more nutritional advice than it is diet advice because he's not. It's not based on weight loss. It's being. It's talking about like well being and stuff. Yeah. Um. But his, that his well-being tips are like pretty bushly. Specifically, in his words, it's just how eat. to find a healthy relationship with food. Yeah, and he just says, uh, "Eat what makes you feel good." Oh, really? And it's, and obviously that's paraphrasing. And it's like obviously cake can make you feel good for like, uh, however that sugar high lasts. So just don't quit eating cake, and then keep that high going. It's that's better. not how cake works. <laughs> and that's the worst thing that happened to you yesterday. I think so. Actually, I got home and Peg had burned all my sticks. My grandmother, I was saving some sticks to burn in the burn barrel. It's a cool pastime. Yeah, and I got home and they were already being burned. So I spent five hours after I got home collecting more sticks. Because <laughs> I wanted to burn them in the night. And I'm like, fuck it, let's just keep the fire going until it's dark out. So that's what I did. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. That was the best part of my day. But the instigating part of that event was a little... Pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. But I got over it. Because there was a positive outcome of the from sticks. The, yeah. It was like, oh, cool. We had other shit to do. Yeah. You know, from that. How many pet sessions do I have to pay for for you to appear on the podcast? Actually, he'd probably do it for free because advertising. Oh, yeah. We're, we're just, fan. No, just tell him. We're, we, 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 we've we, blown up. <laughs> we have. We've hit the 20, 22 47,000 downloads per episode. <laughs> if we ever get that, that's the number I'll kill myself at. <laughs> Saying it right here. <laughs> 
if we can ever get 47,000 downloads per episode. I, the next episode will then be my live Facebook live stream suicide. So are you saying if we can ever get 47,000 downloads on an episode or if it starts becoming our average? I would say if it starts becoming the average. Okay. Downloads per... So get people to start listening to the podcast so he can kill himself finally. Episode Jesus. <laughs> Maybe you'll stop talking about it if he actually does it. Suicide. Yes. It's Colton's fault. <laughs> Viewer, or down, I'm just going to title this note, Download Goal. <laughs> download Goal. <laughs> then you can blame yourself because you were such a good editor. Like, of course! If, how stupid of me! The editing! If I was worse at what I did, <laughs> I'm only good at having MS and then curing it. That's the two things so I can do. you're not even good at I was bad at having MS. <laughs> That was a wild ride. I took... I you want to explain the wild ride of MS? Yeah. Beginning to end. Okay. Um, in junior year, my, my boy, DJ, pushed me in the hallway. And I, like as a joke, but I was already kind of off balance. And then I stumbled down the hallway about 25 feet. And then I fell into a locker. And he's like, holy shit. And I said, I don't know what that was. It was funny, but I don't know why I fell that far. <laughs> I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't catch myself. And then, uh, I started having like visual and auditory hallucinations. And then that's when I thought, that's why I tried to talk to the listeners about, about the early warning signs of schizophrenia. Yeah. Cause I showed up and they're like, I'm like, Hey, what's wrong with me? And it's like, well, you're, you're dude and you're 20 and you're hallucinating. So the, the easiest answer is you are schizophrenic. It's like, Oh, that's cool. Great. That's fun. Yeah, I can deal with that. And then I lost feeling after we were moving things out of my house into an enclosed trailer. So we had room to put my grandfather in a room for home hospice. I stood up in this fucking enclosed trailer that my uncle had and the roof was like six foot and I'm six two. And just instinctively, whenever you stand up, you assume something's not at the top and of your you head. And you stand up with as much force as you yeah. possibly can. You stand up as though you wouldn't be stopped from standing up. <laughs> and I just nailed my fucking head on the top of the trailer. And then coincidentally, I'd lost feeling in the left side of my face and like top of my head. Because I'd noticed it when I was taking a shower of like, why, why does the water feel different over here? Right. Why am I numb? <laughs> What's going on? And then I, I went into the Mayo Clinic and they're like, hey you must be having a stroke. And I'm, I look the nurse in the eyes. I'm like, nope, not having a stroke. Feel good. Thanks for the diagnosis this though, is, doc. This has been going on for four days. This is either the longest stroke ever. Or <laughs> Am I'm I not getting a world one. record? Yeah. So I had to go through the stroke test. I'm like, that's fun. I can't, I can't even swim. How do you think I'm going to pass the stroke test? And they're like, <laughs> and then I left. <laughs> I only know how to front stroke. And the best part of this, like three, three to four months was I would just say it's a tumor because I couldn't I couldn't pick up my tongue either, and I'd be talking to my uncle and I'd be like, <laughs> I turn into like sloth from the Goonies. He's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "No." And I just kind of smile and I, I I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't talk. That's probably a big big problem. And uh, I would tell people when that happened, like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "It's a, it's not a tumor or whatever from <laughs> Kindergarten Cop." I pulled a good old Schwarzenegger impression on. <laughs> And then I, my mom asked me one day in passing, she said, uh, do you have flashes of light in like the corners of your eyes? And I go, oh yeah. She goes, oh that's no. That's normal, isn't it? She goes, oh no. And I said, why? And she said, that's like the first sign of a brain tumor. I go, oh yeah, I do have a brain tumor. <laughs> we, what would happen? I was helping my uncle one day. I was like helping him set up scaffolding so he could like waddle up on this chimney. 
And every time I'd look up to him, I'd throw him stuff. And it's like, ooh, I'd have to really focus because my blood pressure would tank. And it's like, okay, something's going on. I'm really dizzy today. But uh, I went in for the the numbness of my face. And they're like, well, you might be gay. Um, they said <laughs> that was <laughs> That's how good the Mayo Clinic is. They said, uh... <laughs> like, I'm sorry, did you say your face was numb? Well, you might be gay. They said, uh... Well, they did the like, I know about that already. They did this, yeah. <laughs> I'm deeply closeted, Doc. Let's not... <laughs> I don't want to talk. I let's mean, I'm not, not tell gay. the parents. <laughs> they said, uh... Because I do a CT scan or whatever. And they're like, well, there's no, no tumors or, like, you know, small rubber balls in your brain. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> I was worried about that second one. <laughs> They said, I, I would do an MRI. It's like, well, that's a good thing. Those are cheap. And he winks. <laughs> and then I, I get an MRI. I ask the person that, you know, the MRI tech. I'm like, so how's it going? They're like, we can't tell you how, how bad your brain is. I'm like, what? I'm like, we have to send it to the peep, the doctor. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then that was at 3.30. And then I was there until about 7.30 p.m. And the doctor was like an hour late. And I'm like, thank fuck he finally showed up. Because I was on the bridge like, mm, on the verge is better. On, on a metaphorical bridge of leaving. But on the verge. I've came to that bridge and I have crossed it. And I was going to return back. You were and about then to the, burn that bridge. Yeah, there we go. A lot of bridge analogies. And then the doctor came in. I'm like, oh, cool. At least I'll be able to understand him. And I couldn't. Because he was from Argentina. Because the Mayo Clinic has to take the best of the best. And from I everywhere. I don't think that's fair, and I'd rather have a subpar doctor that speaks fluent English. And let Argentina have the really good yeah, doctor. Yeah, I bet people with MS in Argentina are fucking pissed. It's okay to know about the Argentinian doctor. Yeah, he can share emails and stuff. Yeah. Once we have the recipe, do we need the people? <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, do you like fishing? And I'm like, what's wrong with my brain? <laughs> and I, I didn't know. He didn't he didn't really tell me. And he's like, it could be multiple sclerosis. And I'd already done enough Googling of like, if your face is numb, it's either you're having a stroke or you have MS. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's what it is. And then I went to my general practitioner because I'm like, what the fuck? Because then they give you like a spinal tap and like two other tests before they officially diagnose you. And I was like, that's lame. So I went to him and then he told me, he's like, oh yeah, you have MS. I'm like, why couldn't that guy have told me that? The specialist <laughs> in MS have told me that. That's that's kind of how it went. The weird thing, which I brought up to my aunt today, too, is at, to really anti-inflammatize your brain. They give you uh, cortical steroids intravenously. And those, you really can't sleep. And you feel like shit for, like, the two weeks you're on the IV or whatever. Yeah. Or, like, you have, like, three sessions for two work weeks, I would say. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you go in and get them intravenously. Uh and that part sucks. But there was about three to four weeks after that of where I felt like how you act all the time. Of like <laughs> everything you wanted to do, you did. And everything you didn't want to do, you didn't do. That's literally how I live and, my life. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, why do I feel like this now? And then it just, it went back. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And if anything could create that effect, that's what, you know, that'd be ideal. And then nothing has. It's like, okay, we're, so that's what I'm searching for. You're searching it's, to be me. Yeah. It's searching for whatever creates the cortical steroid effect. Do I just and have I know, some I disease where I you probably just have my a high cortical steroids? Well, yeah, you there's a natural chemical that it mimics and I wouldn't cortisol, it wouldn't no right? cortisol's no. the stress one. Okay. Which um, I don't have any of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it wouldn't shock me if you just have a very high natural like genetic thing of whatever the biological versions of cortical steroids are. 
it's got to be unusually high. Yeah, that make you you. Because I felt exactly of like remember when I was like terrified of driving or whatever, yeah. which was related related to MS. Because that three or four weeks of feeling normal, it's like, oh, let's let's get our license. Fuck it. And it was very easy. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck was that? What they just like, went I'm, away just like that? I'm, I'm sick like, of okay. being 21 and people making fun of me for not having a license. Yeah, so it's not a it's not a mental illness. It's, there's a physical problem. But the one thing that I'm not sure. After I got into dry fasting and everything and cured my MS, which is possible with anything. Story for another time, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh-oh, where did, yeah, when my, where'd it go? Uh, <laughs> Found it. Yeah, if you think I have bad brain fog now, it was way worse <laughs> uh, with MS. But, oh no. My, when, he's like, yeah, there's like 45, 50 lesions or whatever, like damaged parts in your brain, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I've seen more, but you, you know, you have the easy kind or whatever. It could be way worse. Yeah, there's like, two oh, cool. kinds. There's one where Four it's like, you kinds. can live with it. <laughs> you Four can live kinds. with it or you can't. Yeah. There's one that's like, oh yeah, you're just going to be dead soon. There's like the 1960s kind that everybody got before yeah. they knew what it was. It's like, nope, this one is just a straight line of worsening. Have fun, fucker. <laughs> and they wink. Mayo Clinic's really big into winking. Your kind is like, you'll be okay until you're like 37. Until you're not. (laughs) And then they said, there's one part of my brain that is dead. And I said, what? And they said, this this area of nerves is just black. It's just gone. (laughs) Oh. And I don't know what part that is. That's why I'm stupid at math. (laughs) Yeah, that's the math gene. (laughs) I have had this for (laughs) fucking 20 years. But I would like to go, I would wonder if I could find out what that part is of like, hey, what are those, what's the dead part of my brain? You probably what am could. I missing? I mean, you could probably just look at a diagram of a brain if you remember where it was on, on your brain. Oh, those things are so hard to interpret because there's like layers. It's like an on, a brainy onion. Yeah. Jamie said it was the part that's nice to people, which I was a little taken back by. <laughs> Rude, but fair. <laughs> I'll, I'll take I it. I guess that makes sense. That is the brain part that makes you nice to people. <laughs> That's the limiter of you spite. You must not have it either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but. Is it book time? Is it? Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get some ASMR rubs in there. Yeah. Do a little fluffing. A little humor fluffing. Oh no, is it too dark to read? It's never too dark to read. Am I too dark to read? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You figured it out. God damn it. Oh no, I have to position this to where I can... The young son of a Cape Kennedy missiles engineer was attending his first day of kindergarten when the teacher announced that the children were going to learn how to count... The boy said proudly that he already knew how to count and started to demonstrate. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Nuts! <laughs> I thought that was a jab at the dead teacher, but I don't... I don't think I it don't is. I don't think that think happened yet. Correct. That's, that's my first thought when I read this. Like, there's no way. Predict the future? That was That one was too predictable. I knew that one before you even read the punchline. We've made this joke before. We have, but you haven't read it out of the book. We've just made it on our own volition. We've, you've parodied this with the Christopher Columbus thing. After he left. Sir, you forgot your car keys. Yeah, okay. That? Woman running towards launch launching pad where spaceship is 
just lifted off. The car keys, Arthur! You've got the car keys! Different joke, but... It'd be would, like if Columbus was leaving... I would say that our version of it is better. Yeah. I was gonna make a launching pad joke of, like, it's a new tampon replacement. It's better because... Of where, instead of stopping your period, you get launched into space. <laughs> In our version, Columbus is also driving over the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could have had it Amazon. To go rape Native Americans. <laughs> At missile site. Out to launch. <laughs> I like that one. That yeah, was pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. That's the shortest joke in this so far. Until we get to the Tom Cruise jokes. <laughs> There's no way there's Tom Cruise jokes in there. It's 1972. That'd be hilarious if there's Tom Cruise jokes. There was a kid born the other day. <laughs> There's this sh stupid short baby. He's probably gonna be some weird religion leader. This is a long joke, but I want to get it out of the right. The, the way. Okay, multiple sclerosis. Yeah, my bad. A Dallas man had a thorough physical exam. Afterward, the doctor told him he was in good shape, but that his blood pressure and cholesterol count were a little high. This opinion cost money, of course, but the patient was glad to get the verdict. He then called a cab to get back to work and got one of the friendly talkative drivers. Been to the doctor, asked the cabbie, and the man said he has been in for a checkup. Well, said the cabbie reassuringly, you look like a healthy businessman to me, except you probably have high blood pressure and your cholesterol count is too high. <laughs> <laughs> that one I really like. That's my favorite. That could be a Norm MacDonald joke if it was delivered correctly. <laughs> that one's so stupid. I really, I like how that one, I thought it was going to suck, but... The worst part of it was that he was from Dallas. A, dir a direct jab at hospitals. Yeah. Hack it. Yeah, that's not. That might be a, a too, too. Uh, that joke might have been placed there, planted, if you will, by a listener of the pod. You think someone retyped the book and replaced it on my counter? Wouldn't shock me. <laughs> it's probably you. You're technically a listener of the pod. I don't know. <laughs> I just hope we get Chuck Mouse on the pod. <laughs> I thought Chuck Mouse was gonna be an angry, like, PC gamer <laughs> that speedruns games and then he gets pissed and he throws his. Hey guys, it's Chuck Mouse! <laughs> He's really hyped about it. That's that's all his streams are. Hey guys, it's Chuck Mouse! And he throws his mouse at the wall. <laughs> and it, it, oh, fuck! And it ends. 